This is a preview for free subscribers. Welcome to Talking Nonsense, a lucky dip of true magic bonus episodes from the mystery bag of cats that is the mutual brain of Non, which is me, and Smokey, which is my wife. We have gone through the painful process of recording a hilarious intro to this episode, which you will never hear because the microphone was selected incorrectly. Today, Smokey, what are we talking about? We are discussing a question which I don't really have the answer to, of what, if anything, do we owe the dead? Explain. Okay, so I have a couple of scenarios. Scenario one. Hit me. So suppose your husband is dying, and on his deathbed, he requires you to promise that you will never marry again. And you being very upset, you agree. Is that a binding promise? Hmm, a promise under duress. Well, not really duress. A foolish it's... oath under emotional duress. It is absolutely duress. It's a, a, a serious... Uh, no, it's a situation of heightened emotional angst. Mm-hmm. But he's not necessarily forcing you to do it. No. But you would certainly that's, feel... That's yes. the definition of duress, is that you're not forced. Yeah, right, you're okay, coerced. it's kind of duress. This reminds me of what Paul says to Timothy in First Timothy 5... Let none be enrolled as a widow under threescore years old, having been the wife of one man, well reported of for good works, if she hath brought up children, if she hath used hospitality, etc., etc. But the younger widows refuse, for when they have waxed wanton against Christ, they desire to marry, having condemnation because they have rejected their first pledge. In other words, however you take the widow, the enrollment of widows in this passage, whether you think of it as an office or a station, some kind of... Um, relief effort for the old women. The idea is that there is some sort of a pledge involved. If they are young and they desire to marry, then they have condemnation because they reject their first pledge. So there's some kind of a pledge involved in becoming a widow of the station. And that suggests to me that if you make a pledge of celibacy, which apparently this did involve, and then you break it, that does incur condemnation. Now, as to whether the promise is made to someone who's living or dead, I'm not sure that that makes a significant difference, at least in this case. If you think of when Jesus is... The Sadducees come to Jesus to trap him and ask him in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be? And he says to them, touching the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the multitudes heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. So his point there is that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are still alive. Right. Not, not in the body, but they yet live. And that being the case, a promise to them is presumably still binding in some way. You're still going <laughs> to... At some point, you're going to answer to them again. You'll see them again and have to explain to them why you broke the promise, right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. But would you not say that given the it is better to marry than burn with passion thing, it is possibly an immoral vow? Yeah, for sure. It's it's a vow which you probably shouldn't have made. And... I mean, what about... Isn't it a bit like the Gypflar thing where he... You know, right. Like, we would agree that he should not have sacrificed his daughter. If you enjoyed this preview, you can listen to the whole 26-minute episode by becoming a paid member at truemagic.nz. That's truemagic.nz.